electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders. Today, you'll hear from Waste Management CEO Jim Fish. WM is the nation's top waste and recycling operator, managing 30% of all U.S. landfill volume. Fish spoke with my colleague Christina Partsinevelis at CNBC's Evolve Global Summit on July 13, 2022, about WM's outlook on renewables, keeping up with rising labor costs, and managing landfills while also building a more sustainable infrastructure. Here's their very interesting conversation. Thanks, Jim, for joining us today. And I, I want to get straight to the topic, trying to stay ahead of any supply constraints while dealing with higher costs for labor and commodities. So how does waste management juggle it all, especially these higher prices? Well, I mean, just like every company, we've had pressure on uh, pretty significant pressure on labor costs. We're, we're, we're pretty good at, at passing that through to our customers in the form of price increases. Pricing for our customers, because waste is such a small percentage of their overall uh, you know, cost structure, it doesn't doesn't uh, impact them as much. So pricing for us has been uh, the way we've been able to pass through these cost increases. Supply chain's been a little different. Supply chain, uh, you know, we order somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,500 to 2,000 trucks a year. We'll be lucky to get half of those this year. So supply chain has affected us, but we're doing well uh, even that considered. Wow, half. That, that, that's quite a drastic difference than what you were expecting then. And this is a big deal, too, because you're investing in, in new recycling infrastructures, right? So this is really impacting, I guess, the near term? Yeah, so, so so far we have not seen the, the big supply chain uh, um, disruptions impact those investments we're making in, in the recycling business. We announced that uh, both for our recycling business and our renewable natural gas business on our last quarter call, we announced uh, a, uh, an increase in the investment there to the tune of, of over one and a half billion dollars. And we're even accelerating that further. It helps us to uh, produce a better product out of the back end of those recycle plants, also helps us with the turnover that we're seeing. Uh, we can take advantage of that by reducing labor costs. And, and you're just talking about recycling the products that come out of recycling. Um, what about metals exactly, inflation yeah. and just how that's actually helping your business? Well, all of those commodities that we sell out of the back of the plants have seen a big increase in price. So commodities in general, whether it's whether it's papers or plastics or, or metals, all of those have seen an increase in price. And that's good for us because we're selling those products out of the back end. On the other side, uh, you know, we are buying, as I mentioned, we're buying trucks, we buy containers, those are all made of of steel, and so we have seen some inflation coming back to us, mm -hmm. but our recycling business is more than covering that. And, and so I'm just going to go back to a point that you made uh, before just about labor and there's the turnover. Overall, we've been talking about uh, layoffs across the board. And in your industry, are you seeing it that case happen? Pretty much the layoffs are coming, looming, or is it still relatively tight because it's such a specific market? So we're not we're not laying people off. But, but what we are doing is taking advantage of high turnover in some of these positions. We have some positions that have 50 percent turnover. 
Uh, specifically, if yeah. you think about those recycle centers, the sorters that are picking things off the line. I mean, we, last year, 2021, we had 48% uh, turnover in those positions. So it makes sense to try and, and, and obviously with that turnover, there's significant costs, there's training costs. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to, to use automation to help us where we do have high turnover and where we can automate some of those roles and yet there's no layoff involved because in theory with 50% turnover your your entire workforce there turns over in 2 years but then do, doesn't this mean that the quality of the um, staff you needs needs to be a little bit higher because they need to be able to operate these robotic or automation um, sorters that you have yeah exactly right christina i mean we so there is some upskilling going on here too. So as we think about some of these lower skilled positions coming out, there's some upskilling coming in. I mean, if you're using technology in these recycle plants where we have these optical sorters, which can identify a type of material coming up the conveyor belt, uh, those optical sorters require uh, maintenance, as you can imagine, and, and, and that is a much higher skilled position than just somebody picking things off of the conveyor belt. So there is some upskilling going on. Uh, there will be increases in those jobs while we see decreases in some of the lower skill positions. From pit lane to podium, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is providing fans a race day experience at the speed they deserve with the help of T-Mobile for Business. Our 5G advanced network solutions are powering race day operations with event-wide connectivity. From streamlined gate entry to an immersive app, giving fans blazing fast access to the sport they love. This is accelerating innovation. This is the Las Vegas Grand Prix with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I'm going to just switch directions for a bit. And this is kind of the question I would ask you if I saw you at a party. It's a little bit more direct. I would say you operate <laughs> okay. landfills. So how is that sustainable? So I've had this question before, so I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for it. But uh, first of all, we, um, when we think about sustainability, we're also, not only are we the biggest landfill company in North America, we're also the biggest recycler in North America. And, and one of the things I've said is, you know, if I were completely agnostic about the environment, which I'm not, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very pro-environment, but if I were and all I cared about was uh, the financial returns of every decision, the returns for our recycling business over a, a period of 10 years, in particular over the last couple of years, uh, but over the long term and the short term have been significantly better than the returns for our landfills. So if all I cared about was, was the financial side of it, uh, I would opt for a ton to go into a recycle plant versus a landfill, we're also constantly trying to remove material out of that landfill where it makes sense both environmentally and economically. Plastics is a great example. Uh, we bought a company called Continuous Materials. They We take low-value plastics out of the landfill, turn it into a roofing board. Uh, we're looking at, at uh, you know, how do we take films, uh, shrink wraps, things like that out of the landfill, which really aren't, they don't decompose. I mean, it's going to take whatever, 700 years for it to decompose. There's a, a higher and better use for that material. So so we really are uh, focused on the sustainability aspect. At the same time, landfills serve a, a very important purpose. I, I have a specific recycling question. If you're trying to pull out all the plastic, does that mean that it has to be cleaned in advance or else it's completely uh, not usable for recycling? So do you have to have those that process in place as well? It depends on the type of plastic. I mean, obviously... Uh, Plastics that have food contamination to them, yeah, they, there has to be some cleaning involved. But um, 
a lot of, in, in many cases, there's a heat aspect to it. Uh, really what we're doing is not actually uh, turning it back into pellets. We're just, we're just sorting it. So we take all of this material that's recyclable into our sorting facilities and we sort the papers from the cardboards, from the metals, from the plastics, and then we bail it and, and send it off to somebody that, that is truly turning it back into a, another product, turning it into another plastic bottle or into, in the case of car, uh, in the case of plastics, we turn it into carpet or turn it into our uniforms for our employees wow. uh, through a company called Unify. So, yeah, that, there there is some cleaning involved, but uh, we're not usually doing too much of that. We're just doing the sorting. What about your trucks that are transporting these goods and the natural gas? I know that this is something we talked about offline, but I guess the circular economy and and how that go that process works for you. We made the decision, uh, gosh, uh, seven to ten years ago to convert our fleet from diesel to natural gas, because natural gas is much cleaner burning. Uh, so we've, we've accomplished almost 75% of that. Uh, we still have you know 25%-ish uh, of our fleet left that's diesel. Uh, we do get asked a lot, would you, would you make a similar shift to electric? And the answer is yes. Uh, once the technology uh, gets there where, where we can move to electric, we could make an equally fast shift from natural gas to electric. But right now we're, we're about 70 to 73% of our routed fleet is natural gas. And, um, and so we, and by 2026, that, that fleet will be powered with renewable natural gas, which is, is also a, a, an important kind of feather in our cap in terms of sustainability. Speaking of sustainability, what about offsetting your emissions? Are you involved with that? Carbon offsets? Well, we are. So right now we're offsetting about three times what, what our trucks will emit. The goal is to get to four times. But yeah, we are offsetting those emissions. Uh, and again, that renewable natural gas, which we talked about early on as being a, an investment that we've announced and, and we're accelerating that investment. Uh, it's pretty exciting the fact that we're creating this, this full 360 degree circle where trucks pick up trash, it comes to a landfill, it decomposes, creates gas. We take that gas and put it back into, uh, back into those trucks. So it's truly a 360 degree circle. One simple last question for you. I've got a Coke bottle. Yep. It's in a landfill versus one in a recycling okay. bin. Which makes you more money? It's really not close. Uh, we're getting about $1,000 a ton today for that Coke bottle if it goes into a recycle plant. If it goes into a landfill, it's, our average is about $25 a ton. So that's Whoa. why I say if, if I were completely agnostic about the environment, I am absolutely taking that to a recycle plant. Go where the money is. That is a huge difference. A exactly. thousand versus twenty-five bucks. Okay, Jim. That's, gotta that's be why I'm always the guy at the at the uh, at the ball game that's picking plastic bottles out of the trash can and putting them into the recycle <laughs> bin. That was Jim Fish, waste management CEO. He spoke with us at CNBC's Evolve Global Summit on July thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share with your friends. You can visit CNBCEvents.com to learn about upcoming events and how you can attend. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.